0: Dear Leader, you know it costs to be the boss. The podcast where we discuss real challenges, pitfalls, and rewards of being the leader. Next Level Conversation for Next Level Leaders. Hey everybody, it's me Tiffany Rochelle and I am here for my leaders, where my leader posse at. This is just a really quick kind of impromptu um, podcast today because I'm busy with a whole lot of stuff. I'm actually preparing to go to South Africa, preparing to go to a couple other countries that I've been invited to, to do my leadership um, workshops and packing to move amongst other things. And what came up in the last week or so is something that has actually been on my heart for a couple years now, because I've, of course, as a high functioning leader, I've experienced it myself, but I wanted to just take a moment to speak to all of my other leaders who are out here in the trenches, getting things done trying to follow schedules, trying to follow funnels, trying to be consistent and make things happen. Some of us are hustlers, some of us are are writers, some of us are whatever we are, there's always a challenge. And if you are that person that motivates and inspires and gets things going and gets people moving and tell them that they can, this podcast, episode is especially for you the question is what happens when the encourager needs to be encouraged so (laughs) I know just right there I said a mouthful I hope I got your attention I hope you're listening are you an encourager are you that person that everybody goes to because you seem to have all the answers Everybody always says, oh my goodness, I wish I could do things like you. They come to you because you have the appearance of having it all together, knowing how to come face to face with any challenge and overcome it, how to fight several battles at the same time, all with a cool front, (laughs) the ease of James Bond. If that's you, then you are my kinfolk. And sometimes it gets hard. I spoke about it I think in a couple episodes before about what happened when I had hit the wall. I reached my maximum capacity. I was out of bandwidth to be able to deal with another phone call in the night, another marketing idea, another idea of how somebody should get through their relationship. I couldn't, I just could not, I was exhausted. I was, I think I was borderline depressed. I just could not go another step further. And I had a thousand things happening in my own personal life And everything just backed up and backed me against a wall, and I could not move any further. And I was praying, and I was crying, and I was talking, and I was walking. And then I just had to sit down. I couldn't do anything. I refused to do anything. And that's a hard, hard space to be in. Many of us don't have the luxury of being able to stop. Many of us don't have the support system around us that understands us and will allow us to be who we are to the fullest. So how do we take a breath in the midst of that situation, in the midst of that environment? Sometimes you just got to say no, sometimes you have to be your own hero and that may sound kind of like a letdown like like I know for me I was like I wish Superman would come and show up and save me or or Wonder Woman or Storm or somebody would come and let me off the hook sit me on an island somewhere with a drink and nothing I just wanted to zone out not think about a thing well Superman didn't come neither did Wonder Woman I didn't have the time nor the finances to fly to a private island and just be there and veg out. So what I had to do was I had to build boundaries in the environment that I was in. And I had to be honest with the people who were immediately in my circle of access. Sometimes those are the hardest people for us to be honest with about what we're feeling or what we're going through. We don't wanna let them down. We don't want them to worry about us. I hear that often from my clients. Well, if I tell them something, then they're gonna worry about me. Or if I don't seem like I'm okay, then they're gonna try to answer it and there's no answer. Or I don't wanna let them down and then they feel like there's a problem. Uh, Newsflash, there is a problem. When our mental faculties are overtaxed and we are not in a good mental disposition, there is a problem. Houston, we have a problem. And our desire to be the hero, or sometimes the God, keeping it real, in the people's lives who are around us and who come to us for comfort and advice, We are very hesitant to be vulnerable. We're so hesitant to let somebody else see us in a weakened position. And there is where our kryptonite is. We create our own flaming um, pit of despair because we refuse to allow ourselves first to be vulnerable and to be in a weakened state. And then we use other people's access and ideas of us to dominate how we proceed. So I would say my first step was to be honest with the people who had the closest access to me. And I had I was prepared for them to not like it, to not understand it, but I had made up in my mind that I need this time for me I don't have anything else to give and I cannot give, and I refuse to give. I wasn't mad at anybody. I wasn't blaming anybody for my situation. I just knew that I could not go further in the state that I was in, and I was not willing to fake it in order to make other people happy. If that's you, take the time to look at who's around you. And you may be the strongest person in your circle. Oftentimes, that's the case. We are the light beacon beacon in the in the in the water, but it doesn't mean that you can't still set boundaries. Sometimes, we become the light beacon because we refuse to allow people to get out of their own mess. We refuse to let them walk in the dark a little bit for them to find the light switch. We just instantly light the path and say, follow us, jump on our back, we'll take care of you. When if we actually let the people around us just walk a little bit on their own, feel around, they will find a light switch. They will find their own light switch. Ask yourself the question, will the people around you really fail and fade away if you don't put your hands in stuff? Truth they might a little bit but my experience has been over and over again when I've taught my clients to let go and to take their hands off of the lives of those that they've appointed themselves over that an amazing and a miraculous thing happens they begin to fly on their own they may flounder a little bit in the beginning but Suddenly, they have their own answers. Suddenly, they can walk on their own. Suddenly, they've become their own light source. So as an encourager, understand we may not find the type of encouragement that we are. That's a hard fact. We may not find the level of input that we output. But that doesn't mean that we cannot find encouragement in our situations and that we cannot first encourage ourselves. But also, if as an encourager, you find yourself in a situation where you're looking around and you don't feel like you can be poured into, ask yourself a couple questions. One. Is that true? Is there nobody around me who can pour into me or who can understand me or who I can talk to? Or is that what I made up in my mind? Am I afraid to be vulnerable or seen as weak in the eyes of somebody else because I don't want them to talk about me, I don't want them to have access to me, I don't want them to have power over me? Two, ask yourself why I don't have people around me who can encourage me? Is it because I don't trust people? Is it because somebody has tried to pour into me and I've shut them out? Is it because I feel like I know the best out of everything and everybody, and I refuse to give anybody access because I don't trust them? We go back to trust, which is at at the top of the list. And the third one is, Why did I choose these people? Why are the people around me that are around me? Did I plant myself in the middle of this minefield just so I could be the hero so I could feel needed so I could feel wanted so I could feel special. Did I create this reality so that I could feel like I'm better than other people? That's a real question, y'all. Why did I choose these people to be in my immediate sphere? And when am I going to start choosing a better group of friends, a better group of people? You should have at all times one person who can grow with you and take the journey with you. And then another person who's above you, who can mentor you and help guide you through the minefields that you may face. Everybody else can be love. Everybody else can be extra support. But there should be at least two people who can, one, understand your journey from two different angles. A person who's already been through your journey and a person who's going through the journey with you and growing as you grow. And then as you get higher up and better equipped at navigating this, the third person you should add is the person that you are teaching to do the same. After you get yourself to a space of healthy understanding, you should always be willing to teach what you know to somebody coming after you. So I hope this wasn't all over the place. It's like I said, it was just impromptu And I was just sitting here because of some things that happened last week and some things that I've just seen. And remembering for myself when I couldn't find, when I needed encouragement and I was able to speak out and say I wasn't okay. And I had people around me who allowed me to go through what I went through and they supported me through it. But I also had to do self-talk. I also had to be honest with myself and look at my situation, look at why I was. And then I, was, I, I had to sit down and just rest. I actually needed rest. But I always evaluate any situation that I find myself in because my goal is always to teach and give tools to those who are going through it at the same time as I am or who will go through it after me. That's all I got for today. I want to make it short. I thank you all for spending time with me on my Dear Leader podcast. You know, I like to have my friends on, so I'll probably be back with an interview, um, with a chat, sorry, conversation in another week or so after I move. Um, but I would really also love for you guys to take an opportunity to support my work my passion which is my global legacy builders foundation my work that i do in south africa and in other african countries as well as in underserved communities here in the u.s my goal is to empower women and youth who are overlooked to know that they have the power to do it themselves and to give them the tools so that they can I build strong leaders. You can check my organization out at www.glbfoundation.org. You can always visit my personal website, www.tiffanyrochelle.com. And as always, you can follow Dear Leader Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or just listen to it right here on anchor.fm forward slash Dear Leader. I look forward to hearing from you, questions, comments, anything that you would like to contribute. If you're interested in being a part of the conversation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at leader at gmail.com, foradearleader at gmail.com. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.